My name is Joseph, and welcome to the Minimal Med Podcast. I am starting this podcast to accompany my website, minimalmedblog.com, and I wanted to start this first podcast episode about showing your work and just getting started. Starting a podcast for the last few months and kept going back and forth on actually doing it. I started a podcast already with one of my classmates in medical school, but I realized I kind of ha- wanted to have my own outlet. I've been listening to podcasts for a while from different physician creators who took an alternative career path and are not necessarily practicing traditional clinical medicine on a full-time basis. Some of them are the digital nomad physician and Ali Abdal, and also most recently an artist called Paul Singh on YouTube. I kept hearing this message about how every person or every medical student should have their own website to represent themselves and have a place to share their ideas. But I thought, what would I even write about or what original thoughts would I put out there? But a month ago, I saw a video on Ali Abdal's YouTube channel about one of his favorite books called Show Your Work and Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. I have this problem of waiting until I feel ready or comfortable to start something and that makes me not want to start it at all. I'm also the type of person to really focus on quality over quantity, so I kept wanting to research and plan until I felt ready enough to start. These books helped me reframe what I thought about in terms of making my own website or podcast. Instead of thinking I need to have my own original ideas all the time that nobody else has ever had, so I, which makes them worthwhile to share, it's rather just sharing your life and process as a student or things in your daily life or even your hobbies. So after I heard that, I kind of thought, well, if it's just sharing what I do on a regular basis and sharing my process of learning, that's something that's a lot easier to do. So basically, it's the process and habit of creating something on a regular basis that's going to show you what you want to write about and show you what you want to share. Because if you don't make it a habit of doing it regularly, you're not going to know what you want to put out there. So all these ideas started to make a lot of sense because you see so many medical students or cooks or influencers already all really kind of doing the same thing. But the reason you watch them, even though they're all kind of sharing the same basic ideas, it's that they're sharing it from their own perspective and you're getting to see how they do things and their own individual way of doing it, even though it's all kind of generally the same. Also, something that seems very obvious to you in your own mind is only obvious because you spent time learning it already. So you think that everyone else already knows this. But in reality, they probably don't because they didn't spend the time to look up or watch whatever you were doing. So this is really helpful for other people actually outside of your field as well because something you think that everyone else already knows is something actually they probably are not really familiar with because they're not doing the things that you're doing. Also, when you see a lot of these successful content creators, they don't really get successful until many years later. Some people think, or I thought, that it's one really successful viral video that kind of gets you a huge following, but it's usually not that. It's putting out things on a regular basis over time that allows you to gain a following and also helps you improve your content creation because you're doing it on a regular basis. And I think this is more true but harder to realize because you already see all these people with huge numbers of followings and a huge number of videos out there. But if you work on it every single day or even a few times a week, you're going to make a lot more progress doing that. So that kind of also helped me.
just get started. The second book in the Austin Cleon trilogy is Steal Like an Artist, and this is adding on to the idea that you don't need to be 100% original. When you have an interest, you usually have multiple influences rather than just one. So all of those influences together are going to result in a product that's a little bit different than if it was coming from just that one original person. So by copying and emulating what you're interested in, you're actually going to make something that's new based on your own personal perspective. That can come from the fact that you're going to have different resources than that original person and different tools. So what you end up making is going to come out differently. And on top of that, you're going to be at a different skill level. So those original people that made the thing that you're copying and emulating, they're going to be probably at a much more advanced level than when you're starting out. So both of those things together make something that you thought is just going to be a bite of the original thing, but will end up actually becoming something of your own. An example of this is hip-hop music, because a lot of the original artists would be taking samples from other songs that were already released. They would take cuts from jazz, funk, soul, and other genres and remix it into something different. So you could say, oh, well, that music isn't really original because you're just copying what someone else has already made. But what made it different is they took that original sample and then changed it and rearranged it into something completely different because they used a different ordering or they slightly changed the pitch and speed of the song. So that just made a completely new song, which you could say is not really a copy anymore of what was originally released. So this kind of reinforces the idea that copying is not necessarily always a bad thing. It's more that you are taking your influence and inspirations and putting your own twist on them to make your own thing. Finally, I want to end on this idea of being consistent. Uh, one example I want to give is in medical school, I use this flashcard prog program called Anki. And what it does is schedule flashcards that you have to do over a extended period of time. So as you get something, get a question more correct, it'll send it farther into the future. So you can review it again at a later date. And within this application, there's an add-on called the review heat map, which basically has a blank square for 365 days of the year. And as you do flashcards every single day, it'll fill in a square for the day that you've done it. So what the goal of this is it tries to incentivize you to fill in a square every day and create a streak of not missing days of flashcard reviews. After starting this process almost two years ago, now I'm at over 25,000 flashcards reviewed and have a streak of over 500 days. So what I'm trying to get at is doing things and trying to make something and work on something a little bit every day is going to result in compounding improvements over time. Overall, with this episode, I hope it helped you overcome the fear of just getting started like it has for me. And you begin to share your process, show your work, and work on something a little bit every day. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Minimal Med Podcast. Subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and check out my website at minimalmedblog.com.